Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is Season 4, Episode 156 of this Daily Study Podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we continue with our study of this week's Come Follow Me materials uh, covering um, the book of Judges in the week of May the 30th to June the 5th. Uh, and today we're going to jump into uh, chapter four. We've skipped past chapter three, which dealt which dealt with the ju- judge called Ehud, um, who was um, who helped Israel overcome one of their um, difficulties or circumstances. Uh, and today uh, we're moving into chapter four, where once again in verse one it says, "The children of Israel again did evil in the sight of the Lord when Ehud was dead." So um, it says in verse two that the Lord sold them into the hand of Jabin, king of Canaan, which reigned in Hazor, the captain of whose host was Sisera. And the children of Israel cried unto the Lord, for he had 900 chariots of iron and 20 years he mightily oppressed the children of Israel. So they are in a very difficult uh, time right now where they're being bullied, basically, uh, by this leader, by this king of Canaan, who had 900 chariots of iron um, these chariots uh, were probably not made completely out of iron, but they would have been strengthened and fortified by iron, which, uh, with this being the, the beginning of the Iron Age, would have been a difficult uh, thing for the children of Israel to overcome. And it indicates, because it mentions again later that they had 900 chariots, it indicates just the advancements that these people had over the Israelites and the impossibility, perhaps, of the task that is before Deborah, uh, who we we read about now, she was a prophetess uh, and she judged Israel at this time. In verse 5 it says she dwelt under the palm tree of Deborah between Ramah and Bethel in the Mount Ephraim. And the children of Israel came up to her for judgment. So not only was she someone that was connect, connected to the Lord and received guidance, but she was seen as an example, as someone who you could go to and seek advice from. And um, she calls for Barak, uh, the son of Abinoam, uh, and says in verse 6, Go and draw toward Mount Tabor, and take with thee ten thousand men of the children of Naphtali, and of the children of Zebulon. She asks him why he's not done that, because the Lord has told him to do that, um, and that the Lord would offer up Sisera into his hands. Now, as we've just read, this does seem like a very... Uh, tricky thing to do uh, for someone. Uh, and in verse 8, Barak says, If thou wilt go with me, then I will go. But if thou wilt not go with me, then I will not go. Um, Deborah could have easily um, said, Well, I don't need to go. The Lord has told you that he'll be with you, so you need to go. But in verse 9, she says, I will surely go with thee, notwithstanding the journey that thou takest shall not be for thine honour. For the Lord shall send Sisera into, into the hand of a woman. So I like this because she first of all says, of course, I'll go with you. But remember that it's not about you. It's about the Lord. He is going to be the one that brings um, Sisera, this leader of the Canaanites, into your hands. Um, And I like that because it reminds us that when great things and blessings happen, uh, then the Lord, we can recognize the Lord's hand helping us out of the difficulties into our life that have been brought or that have happened in our lives. Um, many difficult things happen. They can be for the reasons of other people's agency, like in this case uh, with um, the king of Canaan and Sisera, or it can be simply because we live in a, in a fallen world where 
illness and sickness and disasters happen naturally. Um, but the Lord can help us and strengthen us uh, through all these things. And we need to recognize his hand when these miracles do happen. Um, so they take the men as uh, as indicated. And Sisera gathers his chariots. And it says in verse 13, even 900 chariots of iron. So it reminds us again just how significant this task was before Barak and Deborah. Um, but then in verse 14, with great faith, Deborah says, Up, for this is the day in which the Lord hath delivered Sisera into thine hand. Is not the Lord gone out before thee? So Barak went down from Mount Tabor, and ten thousand men after him. Um, and they battle, uh, and, they, and the, the hosts of Israel um, are victorious. Uh, the Lord discomforts Sisera, uh, which I think, think is interesting, um, that this is specific. The word discomfit comes from a word which is hamam, which means to properly put in commotion, uh, in, in, by implication to destroy. Uh, so it is, again, the Lord's doing that this takes place. Uh, and um, Barak, um, with the strength of the Lord, fights off uh, this difficult um, challenge before him. Um, but then what happens next, I think, is a bit gruesome, but also quite interesting. So Sisera flees away from his his uh, hosts, and he arrives at a tent, um, a tent of Jael, the wife of Heber, the, Ken the Kenite. Um, and Jael went out to meet Sisera and says to him in verse 18, Turn in, my lord, turn into me, fear not. And when he had turned into her unto the tent, she covered him with a mantle. And he said unto her, Give me, I pray thee, a little water to drink, for I am thirsty. And she opened a bottle of milk and gave him drink and covered him. Um... So he is brought into this tent. He's given her security and comfort uh, under this mantle and a, a drink of milk. Uh, he asks her to stand by the door to protect, um, to let him know if anyone is on, on the way. And she says, no one is coming. Um, and in verse 21, uh, then Jael, he, Jael, Heber's wife, took a nail of the tent and took a hammer in her hand and went softly to him and smote the nail into his temples and fastened it into the ground for he was fast asleep and weary. And then it adds at the end of the verse, so he died. Now, I love, <laughs> I love how um, it has to um, point out the fact that when one gets a nail driven through their temple, um, that they would probably die, and he does indeed die. So that's clarified for us. Um, but also, um, what's interesting with this, so this person, um, Cicero, Cicero, is a good depiction of adversity and difficulty. Um, how he uh, was intent on uh, ending the children of Israel and, and their connection to the Lord. Uh, and in many cases, he can be um, depicted as uh, the adversary or adversity. And the fact that he was defeated by a nail um, is very reminiscent of how sin and death would be defeated by a nail, how the Saviour himself would overcome sin and death uh, through with a nail through him. And it's just it's just an interesting potential comparison there that we can make uh, to help us understand uh, just how the Lord will help us overcome our difficulties with a nail as well, um, and how He would one day overcome our difficulties with that with a nail. Um, so this news obviously reaches Deborah and Barak uh, that um, they have overcome these things, um, and in fact, Jabin the king of Canaan was also destroyed. And so then, uh, rather than 
revel in their might and um, the, how they've managed to do this. They sing praises, um, a song of praise, because they have been delivered. And so this is a, a high point, let's say, in the book of Judges, where the children of Israel, they follow and the direction and are obedient to the Lord's um, commandments to them. Um, they trust in him and they overcome difficulty, a great difficulty, uh, which would be which would be something they couldn't overcome or do themselves. Again, linking to the Saviour's sacrifice for us and what he does for us. Uh, and then they sing praises when they are delivered from this uh, adversity. Uh, so this is obviously, like I mentioned, a high point uh, in the book of Judges. It is a shame that it is a high point, that it isn't consistent throughout. Because then, once again, um, after uh, that chapter in verse 6, we see that they are now doing evil once again. And the Lord is, and the Lord delivers them this time in the hand of the Midianites. Uh, so we see this pattern continue once again. But we'll continue that pattern tomorrow as we look at Gideon for a couple of days and his uh, story about what happens when the Lord calls him to be a judge of Israel. Thank you so much uh, for listening today. Hope you've enjoyed the study. Please follow the podcast um, on the Facebook group, Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me. And it'd be great to hear, it would great, be great to hear your thoughts uh, on uh, what we've studied as well as what you've studied along this week as well. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.